Uh, right now, Southeastern sitting at 12 and 8 overall. Uh, as they head into the non-conference, I'm sorry, as they head into conference play, uh, they do have that UL Lafayette game there on Wednesday night. At this time, we're going to welcome to the show the head baseball coach of your Southeastern Lions, Coach Matt Reiser. Matt, thanks for being here. Uh, yep. Man, just you know, a couple of home, or four home games this this week: Southern Miss, three against Memphis. I know from kind of chatting with you here before we went on the air. Uh, a little disappointed. Uh, you know, you lost three out of four. You had some tight ones in there, and offensively, just really couldn't get it going. Uh, really for the whole week. Yeah, you know, obviously an extremely disappointing week after, you know, uh, last week with Auburn. You know, it, when you have a series like that, you go on the road, you take two out of three from number 11 team in the country. Uh, you want to roll that into good vibes and, and keep it rolling. And uh, obviously we didn't do that this week. It was it was rough. Four games, you know, there's five aspects of the game. For us, you got you to be able to pitch it, all right? You got to be able to play defense. You got to be able to hit it. You got to be able to run the bases, and you got to be able to compete. And I thought, in all honesty, we probably lost four out of those five uh, in the in the week of, of one and three. Uh, you know, we, we didn't swing the bat very well. I didn't think we played very, very good defense. Pretty pretty much the only two positives I think I took out of the week is I thought we are starting pitching our four starters. It yeah. went all through well. Uh, bullpen did not pitch well. Uh, and then, you know, uh, I thought our base runner was decent. I, I thought we could have done some things to kind of extend the lead there on Saturday. Uh, you know, I thought yesterday there was a, a ball that went to the plate that we could have been on the backside at the second base and had another guy in scoring position in a 2-1 game. That, you know, again, that's some things that we don't see, you know, as, as fans, but we see as coaches that uh, just little things in the game we've got to be better at to put ourselves in a better position to win some of those close and tight ball games. And uh, we did not do that this week. And, and unfortunately, it was at home. You know, we just we have not played well at home in the last couple of weeks for whatever reason. I don't know uh, what it is, but we're, we're going to get it fixed and get it figured out. And uh, obviously going back on the road this week with a good Lafayette team there on Wednesday who swept their opening conference series at Sunbelt and then uh, opened up conference play with Corpus at Corpus. Absolutely. And, you know, it's just funny how, you know, certain – plays in a weekend you know the whole weekend could look different you know oh, yeah. and, and you know oh, yeah. you look at yesterday I mean I know the score ends up being eight to two but this was a tight yeah. ball game a one-run game really the entire game and and really the difference in, in yesterday's contest and we'll talk about this one more in detail when we get to that one uh, as we walk through the uh, the schedule this week but uh, two out hits they got them and we didn't you know uh, yeah, really yeah. really uh, in, in yesterday's game yeah you know uh you know kudos to their starting pitcher you know I mean he knew what the win was doing and then he just attacked us and he just flooded us with strikes and you know they said no free pass on the flip side of that, I thought Landry did the same thing. I thought he did a great job of attacking the zone, understanding what the weather was, and uh, you know, do a good job of, of no free passes. But like you said, uh, I thought their hitters just competed better than ours. In all honesty, they had some situations, they rode some momentum, and uh, you know, they strung their abs together consistently uh, to be able to do what they got to do. And you know, the good thing was we were able to go to the bench. You know, we got it back to four two. Mac Turner got his first career hit as a as a line man. Big moment. Uh, yeah, you know, sure. gained some momentum there. And then, you know, we come back out and we give up four in the next inning and just kind of, you know, put that thing away. So uh, it was unfortunate to see, uh, like you said, two out hitting. I mean, that's what wins championships. You know, the batting average for me is, is not really, uh, again, a factor. It's, it's it's the ABs we're having. When we're having the ABs, when you get in the hits, you get them just with nobody on non-pressure situations. Are you getting guys out in non-pressure situations? Or are you getting guys out in big situations? Are you getting the big hits in the big situations? So, obviously, that was a big part of just what I was talking about with being the, the competitive edge yesterday. Uh, you could see from the get-go that they wanted just a little bit more than what we did overall. Matt, let's talk about Will Kinsler for a moment. Uh, you know, that's certainly a, a positive what's going on right now. He moved his record to 4-0. Another dominating out outing on Saturday. Went seven innings, only gave up three hits. I mean, he's off to a, a fantastic start here to start this season. 
uh, Matt, uh, your five and zero in all the games that he's pitched as well. So yep. you really have won on Saturday, which is a big part of uh, you know weekends because no matter what happens on Friday, you win on Saturday, you give yourself a chance to win the, the series or sweep, uh, yep. or sweep or whatever you know. But or, or at least you can win the series Momentum. there on Saturday. Yep. There's a lot, a lot happens on that Saturday no game. Doubt. Momentum swinger. But you know he he's four and zero, two point one five ERA, twenty nine and third innings pitch has only given up uh, sixteen hits. Uh, I mean, he was good a year ago, and I feel like he's even gotten better uh, going into this campaign. Yeah, you know, if you look at the numbers, they're they're a little uh, unusual for him, characteristic-wise, as far as the walks are coming into play. But, uh, you know, he's doing a good job of making, again, big pitches in big moments. That's kind of what we're talking about. You know, the walks uh, have had a, a chance to create some situations for him, but he's done a good job of pitching out of those situations. And then once he does, and he just does a great job of, you know, keeping the pitch count down. I think out of our, our three starters, on the weekend, he's got more walks than anybody else, but uh, he's also going deeper in ball games than everybody else. So he's just got to eliminate a few of those uh, kind of, you know, uh, I don't know if they're unfocused or unknown feel, you know, walks. But uh, when he does, man, again, he, he's done a great job of just being the competitor he is. And and uh, and like you said, got us off to a great start, man. I mean, that guy, he's pitched more like the Friday night guy in all honesty. He's the guy who gave us a chance to win every single time out uh, consistently, week in and week out. So, yeah, off to a good start. Need him to continue to do that going into Corpus. You also mentioned your bullpen, and I know we've had a, we've had a little struggles there. Uh, and I know you said it last week on, on our show, you know, the – a lot of those guys are struggling to go in there and throw strikes, you know, that yeah. we uh, not commanding in the zone. But but Lance Love, he's kind of been an anomaly he there. Yeah. He, he's been outstanding. Yeah. Uh, a guy that I feel like has made a big jump uh, from a year ago to this year. Talk about him so far. Yeah, you know, in all honesty, I, I'll take the, the one for Friday night. I mean, also I'll take all of them. But Friday night, I, I, I should have gone. We had J-Rod and Love. Both guys have been pitching well. Um, you know, we should, with three innings left, those guys got us nine outs with ease and, and kept it at 3-3. Three, three. And, you know, we made the move to go to Hosack. Thought it was a good matchup for the top of that lineup with that fastball changeup combination, them having four of the five left-handers in there. Uh, he really played well to what we were going to try to do to those guys, game plan-wise and all the video we watched. But at the end of the day, man, you walk a couple of guys, you put yourself in a bad situation, you give up the one run there in the seventh, and then – you know, we, we felt like we kept it there. We knew what they had in the bullpen, the closer. Uh, and, and all honesty, that closer is probably the best arm we've seen. I mean, it's a 92-94 left-hander with a really good slider and got a lot of ride of the fastball. <laughs> Just feels up the Tough strike angle, zone. too. Tall he guy. Is, he is, man. He's, he is a pro guy and, and, uh, and a really good arm. So we, we've, But we still felt confident, right, to be able to go in there and do what we got to do if we kept it at 4-3. And Lance Love did that for us. You know, he had two great innings there uh, to come in and, and really kind of give us an opportunity to come back there on Friday night. Unfortunately, we were just unable to get it done there offensively. Well, Matt, uh, you know, I know you're coming off of a, a big high from a week ago, like you mentioned. You went one and two out of three against Auburn, and then this week just didn't go just didn't go the way you wanted it. You know, you lost a couple there to Memphis, and then obviously Southern Miss is really good on on Tuesday. You're gonna have to play well against them, and uh, they kind of stretched it out there late in the game, didn't end up going offensively. We had a lot of chances. We're gonna talk about right. that one here in a minute. But you know, how do you get this thing fixed? I mean, you know, you know, you got to get get right back on the horse because now. Uh, not saying that these first 20 didn't matter or first 21 didn't matter, but, man, they really all matter starting this weekend. Well, they all matter. I mean, and that's that's the, the point of this, you know, where we've got this program at now. I mean, we're, we're playing for that large bids, and when you lose yep. a weekend like this to Memphis, uh, that's the second hiccup in your schedule. You know, you feel like you get you can overcome the Jacksonville series that's on the road type of deal. Hey, man, you take the Auburn series, you put yourself still in a good position, especially with a midweek schedule that comes up and on in a conference play, that you can be yourself in a position for that large bid. Losing that second weekend, 
again to Memphis and losing that one at home, I mean, that, that that's a, a pretty, you know, red dot on your forehead there. So, uh, you know, again, our number one goal is, is not playing for that large, but our number one goal is, is to win a conference championship regular season title. Uh, but along the way, we also right. we can build that resume. And uh, so the focus, obviously, yep, going to conference play is wanting to play good baseball. And in all honesty, in the five first five weeks, uh, this was our worst week that we've played. I mean, this is a collective as a whole. You know, we've had some moments we haven't been great offensively or haven't pitched it great or haven't played great defense, but uh, not in a week in four games. We've had a game here or there maybe, but not in a week we went four games, pretty much the same story all four games. Even the win on Saturday, uh, I was I was a little upset after the ball game. You know, I mean, most guys might have said, okay, hey, man, great job. You got back in the series against their left-handers, 94-96. I just didn't like where we were. I didn't like I didn't like the fact that we didn't just finish those guys off. I thought we had a chance to extend that lead there on Saturday to, you know, eight, nine, ten, even maybe eleven to one and just really kinda of make a statement to those guys, hey man, Sunday's gonna be our day, Sunday's gonna be our series, like and we just kind of cruised to win, you know, play nonchalant defense at the back end. And just uh, I wasn't really, you know, really honestly happy about it. And so I was trying to make sure that was nipped in the bud there after Saturday's game. That Sunday we get off, hey, man, make sure you know, hey, man, it's going to be a battle on Sunday. It's about energy and it's about being able to compete and who wants it more on Sunday. And uh, unfortunately, to drop that at home is not what we wanted. But, again, to move forward, to fix that, yeah. I mean, we've got to do a good job of hitting the reset button, you know, know what makes us really good. What makes us good is not because we have guys that can throw, you know, 90 to 95 miles an hour. What makes us good is not because we get guys who can run 6260s or guys who can make defensive plays. What makes us good is our mentality, our makeup, you know, and, and the consistency of that showing up every single day. And um, that's the difference in us and, and an average ball club and other ball clubs in the country is that, you know, we don't just show up on, a, on an Auburn series. We don't just show up for a Memphis series. We show up every single day, and that's our separator. I mean, we continue to talk about, you know, the, just the parity in, in Division One baseball, man. There's talent all over the place. Again, what's going to be your edge? What's going to be your separator to make that difference? And and that's what it is. It, it's our makeup and our mentality. So to not execute that this week, uh, obviously, is is troublesome. Is, is you know uh, a situation that you're not very happy about. The good thing is that's controllable. You know, it's not yep. saying that we can't throw strikes. I'm not saying we can't compete. Like we can do that. Literally, flip of a switch overnight. And that's I think that's the irritating part that I had that I talked about on Saturday after the game is that's kind of what we're doing. We're kind of flipping that switch on, saying, "Yep, let's go," and then flip it back off until we need it. And then you do that again. Then all of a sudden, ball doesn't bounce your way. Call doesn't go your way. Uh, you put yourself in a situation where it's just not going to go your way in the end. So uh, and then you start to press, and then that's where we don't want to be. So again, fix that this week. Get back to work this week. We got a great competition there on Wednesday with Lafayette at Lafayette. Great environment to go in there, compete, get this thing back right. They're going to be competitive as heck. Uh, you know that that Matt Deggs club, whether he's at Sam Houston or, or obviously there over at Lafayette now, uh, those guys always love to get after and compete. So it'll be a great opportunity for us to get right back on the saddle and back on the horse. Matt, what's going on with uh, with Garcia? I know that he wasn't available. You know, he got, he yeah. went down in game two uh, against Auburn, you know, late in that game, had a checkout. I know he has been dealing with a little of a, of a leg injury. Yeah. Didn't play game three against Auburn, and then uh, didn't really play all week. He, I think he had one at bat on yeah, the week. Yeah, we pitched but, him in the ninth, yeah, just to try to get back in that thing. And, but what's going on with what's going on, with Christian? Yeah, he's got the, the hamstring. I mean, that's, you know, again, a part of his game is his speed uh, and his athleticism. And, you know, it is. It's a little different having him in the middle of the order, but – uh, you know, Clay Cook's done a good job of, of kind of filling in. Um, you know, he, he has never played right field before. You know, we kind of talked about that early in the season that, 
you know, we don't have another right fielder, so to speak, to play. You have other outfielders, but they're different positions, left, center, right. They're all kind of different angles and what they do. So I thought he's done a good job of filling in, uh, you know, for us for the most part out there. He's done a good job offensively getting in there and, and not being afraid and uh, giving us a little, you know, something there from that position. But uh, it'd be nice to get him back, and that's what we're trying to do, try to get him back for obviously this weekend and for conference play. And, you know, anytime you deal with hamstrings, it's just it's a matter of time. I mean, that's what it needs, yeah, you know. You, sure. you put the time and effort into the rehab and, and hopefully get him back and uh, as quickly as you can. And the thing is to not rush it, you know. We don't want to start it and, and then obviously re-aggravate it and have this thing linger the entire season. Let's get it done, get it over with, uh, and then move on from it. So uh, hopefully he'll be back this weekend. Um, you know, he's been doing well, and, and Cruz has been doing a lot of work on him. Uh, so hopefully we'll get him back, you know, in, in lineup. He went with the true freshman, Dave Watch. We talked about him last week, yep. what he did against Auburn. Yep. Uh, five stars in a row for him. Yep. Uh but you know it's a true freshman out there. So talk about talk about him him out there in left field. Yeah, you know I mean you go look at numbers and like ah he's not playing real well. But I, I think he's done a good job of stepping in and he's competing like he's supposed to. I mean I think he's having some good at bats, some quality at bats for what he is. I mean that's you know he's going to play the short game. He's going to play a good defense in left field. He's going to be able to run a little bit. Um, you know he got picked off there on Saturday on a, on a read on the left hander. I thought I had a chance to really kind of extend that lead out for us. But that's part of the freshman stuff, right? That you know again just he's not he's not afraid. I can tell you that. And at the end of the day. If, if, if we're going to get our behind beat, it's going to be with dudes who love to compete and they're not afraid of the moment. And he's he's definitely one of those guys who loves to get after it. So, uh, you know, I, again, I think he's, he's done what he needs to do down there in the back half. You know, again, that left field position still, in my opinion, wide open. Nobody's just clear-cut taking it, you know, uh, out of Delaney, Levengood, or Watts, or any of those cats. So, uh, you know, again, we'll continue to play matchups until somebody plays a hot hand and to, you know, forces me to put him in the lineup every single day. All right, well, we're just getting started here. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Ross. We're presented, as always, by Creighton Townsend Holmes. We're here at K Street Seafood Station out on the patio. We do this every Monday from 12 to 1 o'clock. Let's take a break. We come back. We'll walk you through these games, and then we'll get you ready uh, later on in the program uh, for this schedule this week. Again, UL Lafayette on Wednesday night, then Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Texas A&M. Corpus Christi. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Riser, presented by Creighton Townsend Holmes on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back. Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Riser, uh, presented by Creighton Townsend Holmes uh, here at K Street Seafood Station in Hammond. Thank you so much for joining us. Come join us for a, a lunch from 12 to 1 o'clock as we talk Lion Baseball every week. Again, Lions are on the road this week, uh, Wednesday night, 6 o'clock at ULF yet, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Texas A&M Corpus Christi as Southeastern will begin Southland Conference play. A couple of notes. Uh, Tyler Finke, again, is off to a fantastic start here uh, on the season, hitting 328. But he's got 20 stolen bases. He's second in the nation right now in stolen bases uh, with 20. And one thing we're going to certainly keep our eye on, he's now the uh, the all-time leading base stealer in Southeastern history. But he's also trying to get to the record for a single season, 36 stolen bases. That was by Brock Haybear. Uh, he was obviously a great player here at Southeastern. But certainly Tyler uh, the pace he's on will blow by that number as long as he stays healthy and continues to produce uh, the way he is. Uh, this past week, Southeastern opened up their midweek contest uh, against Southern Miss, took on the Golden Eagles. This is a team that was in a Super Regional a year ago. Yep. Uh, they're a top 25 team. And, and, and Matt, really, you know, I'm kind of like you. I have to kind of remember back, you know, when it's four right. games ago. But the uh, thing that jumped out to me about that Southern Miss game was early on we had some chance. I think we loaded the bases there and one inning early yep, and just, did. you know, and, yep. and, and didn't get the big hit to kind of get us going. And, uh, and they just kind of were able to extend on later on the game. 
Well, I think the story for us this week, um, in all honesty, offensively, was I thought we did a good job game planning for the starters and, and had opportunities to extend some of those. Uh, you know, the only one we did was obviously against the, the left end of there on Saturday, uh, but had some opportunities in those other games to do some things and didn't. And then, you know, we just we were we were really poor offensively off the bullpen. You know, when they started matching up by the bullpen on, on Wednesday night or Tuesday night there with Southern Miss, I mean, I don't even know if we had a hit. Again, they brought the lefty in. We did not. Yeah, they had two lefties they brought in, and, and for four innings we didn't even get maybe a base runner. I mean, I don't even we know. We walked in the ninth. Yeah, walked in the ninth. There you go. So we had one base runner and four innings. And uh, that's just uncharacteristic. You know, that's not, that's not what our offense has done. Uh, that's not what our offense did against Auburn last week, right? That's where we were accelerating. We were having good approaches, good plans, uh, and doing a great job of getting to the bullpen and then hammering the bullpen once they came in. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Tuesday, that was that was the case. I mean, that was a separator for me. You know, the way we pitched at the bullpen, the way they pitched at the bullpen were two, you know, totally different stories. Uh, and, and so, again, you know, that thing got spread out there late. Uh, got extended to eight one. You know, it didn't seem like a close game, but if you look up in the six, it's a it's a two to one. It was two one, so, right? Six. Yep, yep. So we, uh, you know, uh, again, it's one of those deals that, you know, not not happy about it. Uh, but you know, hey, let's learn, let's grow from it. I mean, Southern Miss is a good club. Uh, you know, they're they're a top twenty five ball club, and they're coming off a super regional with a lot of veterans in that offense, and uh, they know what to do. And but you know, so do we. And and I think that's the part for us that we got to continue to grow uh, and understand and, and obviously trust in ourselves. You mentioned uh, in our first segment about your starting pitching this week. Uh, what did you see out of Jay Long? Look, five innings pitched, a yep. couple of earned runs. Um, you know, he struggled two times ago against St. John, but then yep. he had a really good performance against Alabama A&M. And then, uh, and then how, how do you feel like he threw? I mean, this is a good Southern Miss offense. And to get yep. you, I feel like, into the sixth inning in striking distance. Yep. Uh, I think he had to be encouraged uh, by, by that performance. Well, 100%, because he had some traffic, right? And, and, he did. He, he had four walks, yeah. which certainly got to clean up. But Yeah, he had some traffic in there, but he made some big pitches, some big moments, and got us out of the end, and, that, and that's it. And, you know, again, the result's the result. It, it's about the process and how they're handling the moments, and that's what gives you confidence to continue to run those guys out there. And I thought, you know, Jay Long did a good job. I mean, I challenged him after the St. John series or, or game there, the, the outing. I thought he <laughs> – just completely lost control of what he was doing or what he was trying to do. And, uh, you know, and that's just – that's outside stuff that, that started to affect him. And that's, again, that's something that's controllable. Sometimes you can't control the strike call. Sometimes, hey, man, you make a great pitch and the hitter's a good hitter and he gets a hit. It's just it's just kind of the way of the world. You know, sometimes you make a bad pitch, you get away with it because the conviction you throw in it. You know, whatever it may be. But, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing in this is that he's done a good job responding to that. I thought he handled the, the traffic well. I thought he handled the situations well. Uh, and like you said, kept us in a situation where we, we had a chance. Hey, man. Both starters got through five, turned over the bullpen. Hey, man, let's, let's, let's go get them. And, um, you know, uh, again, just gave us the start that we needed to that, you know, we didn't finish it off on the back end. I know a, a guy that was certainly a work in progress for you that uh, I know that you, you're, you're excited about. Uh, he has all the, all the tools. Uh, is Jack Walker. Yeah. And, and I know it. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of saw in just that one inning he pitched on, yep. on, on Tuesday yep. of, of kind of the good and the bad. I mean, yep. where he looked really good. And they just kind of lost it, yeah. uh, and and that's happened to us a few times so far you, this year. You, you saw the Jekyll Hyde, right? I yeah, mean, I, I think you saw he came out. Um, I thought it was a great matchup. I thought it was a great moment to go to him. He's earned that moment. You know, he's been pitching well, and uh, so yeah, hey man, here it is in a little bit tighter situation, right? It's a two-one game. You know, most of the games he's pitched in have 
have been lopsided one way or the other. I say lopsided, just a little bit more extended, right, four, five, six runs. And uh, he came out the bullpen just like we needed him to, threw a ton of strikes, and then, you know, got popped with a home run. Uh, the backside of it got popped with another home run, and that's when he lost after the second home run. So, you know, we just got to do a better job again of handling moments, know that, hey, man, sometimes it's going to happen. Uh, just keep competing, keep doing what you need to do. You can probably hear it on our broadcast. Uh, is, the baby. train's coming through. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We come back, we'll have more right here on Inside Southeastern Baseball with Matt Riser uh, on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, how about that timing? Right when we come back on the air, the train is gone. Uh, again, we're here at the K Street Seafood Station. That's right out here on the uh, patio. So when the train comes by, it's literally right behind us. But, man, what a great venue we have here. Like, it's a little chilly out here today, and they, they put the, they closed the curtains. They got the heaters on. Uh, fantastic job here by K Street Seafood Station. We were wrapping up the uh, – uh, before we had to go to break because of the train coming, uh, we were wrapping up talking about that, that tough one against Southern Miss on Tuesday night. Lions drop it 8-1. to one. Again, this was a 2-1 to one game in the sixth uh, and just kind of got away from us late. late. Uh, we did see Lake and Polk come in the game. We saw Reed Reynolds. They both threw scoreless innings in this one. Hunter O'Toole gave up three earned runs uh, in his outing as well. Jack Walker, again, looked really good at the beginning, uh, but then kind of lost it there. Uh, and, and this one just kind of got away from us. So, Matt, before we move on, anything you want to touch on with this Southern Miss before we uh, before we move on to the weekend? No, I think we're good to move on. Yeah, move on from yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, so I'll rip this page out, yeah, and we'll get on go. to the next move one. Move on from it. As uh, Friday night, one thing about this weekend we haven't really touched about was we uh, we got a little cooler weather uh, that kind of rolled in here uh, over the weekend. It's been chilly, you know, over the weekend, and then obviously rolling in here to today on this that was Monday. Twenty eight degrees this morning. Uh, it, it was cold. I mean, everybody that did their little. Early spring gardening, you know, maybe some flowers, you know, got uh, got messed up a little bit. Yeah. But uh, it, we had a lot of rain on Friday. I think there was some question whether we can get that game in. Yep. And they kind of mixed up their rotation. Am I, am I correct about that? They they, they yep. were throwing some guys at different days because, uh, I mean, we expected the the lefty on Saturday – I mean, on, on, the, on Friday night that's been pitching on Friday night, but – they made some adjustments to their rotation. Yeah, they did. You know, they, they had got off to a great start as well, uh, just like we had, had done. And then they had struggled the last couple of weeks. So, they're obviously, they're trying to push the right pieces before they go into conference play. I think they've got one more uh, non-con weekend, and then they're they're going to rock and roll. And, you know, in all honesty, I, I didn't think the lefty was, you know, for them, was a great matchup for us, you know. So, I, I think they knew just with the command issues, you know, he's got great stuff. But uh, with what we do and what we do offensively and obviously the pressure we would apply uh, – uh, they would have to maybe go to that bullpen a little early, and uh, they didn't want to do that on Friday night. So, obviously, they bumped up the Saturday starter there. Uh, didn't announce the starter until, I think, maybe Friday night, you know, that they, they announced the Saturday starter. The Fowler kid, the left-hander we're talking about, normally starts on Friday, would start on Saturday, and then, obviously, the normal Sunday guy would go as well. So, um, yeah, you know, a little bit mixing the rotation, and, and obviously it worked out for them. You know, they were Friday night. Um, again, another situation where I thought we had some opportunities early uh, to yeah. do a few things, and, uh, you know, I thought we did a good job. Of, of getting some free passes there and uh, eventually got to him, right? We kind of had a little back and forth a little bit. Um, I just, you know, here defensively, I thought we just gave away too many free runs. And in a tight ball game and a night where, you know, I mean, the wind blows in and uh, it's a cold weather game. Damn, yep. Yeah, you just you got to do a good job of just playing good defense and, and, and good execution uh, because those obviously those mistakes get magnified, especially in those one-run games. Absolutely. And, and you know, you, you kind of touched on this earlier about the Southern Miss game is, you know, we struggled against their bullpen. You know, when they, yeah. we, you know, through five innings, we had five hits, scored three earned runs. Uh, we had done some damage against them in the first five innings. But then when they brought to the, when they went to the bullpen, when they went to Durham and then Kendrick in the, in the ninth, uh, we just really had trouble, you know, against those guys. And you know, one thing, 
they had like a plethora of left-handed pitchers. They just kept rolling different left-handed arms in yeah. there. Uh, but but we just couldn't we couldn't manufacture anything from the fifth on. Yeah, you know, again another four innings here. I don't even know if we got a base runner this night. Uh, the, the lefty that came in with Durham. We, we did then, not. Yeah, you know, so it, it, very unfortunate that now here are two games back to back, eight innings out of the bullpen. We've got one base runner. Uh, that's a lot of outs. I mean, that's that's twenty four outs. You know yeah. that they've gotten and only twenty five guys they face. So uh, again, great job on the starter, but continue the focus and continue the the relentless pursuit uh, of just you know again flooding them with. Pressure. Pressure and, and, and we didn't do that coming out of the bullpen. I think we got a little relaxed. Stupich was pretty good there on Friday night. Uh, I was going to ask you about how you felt because I know that was. you've been challenging him. Yep. And again, he's still he's coming back. You know, he yep. missed an entire season. So yep. you know, I think anybody that thought that he was going to just roll out there and be yeah. the same guy we saw two years ago, that's a little uh, you know foolish to think that way. Yeah. But you would hope that he's making progressions every time he goes out on the mound. Uh, your your thoughts on his performance? Yeah. No. Well, I'll be honest with you, Alan. Our expectation is he's back. I mean, that's it. If you're throwing right now, you're back and you're ready to rock and roll. And because that, that makeup mentality stuff, that's all got to be there. And you saw that again last week uh, when he got challenged against Auburn. And the stuff wasn't what he wanted to be last week, but the, the look in his eye was there again. And then it was getting there on Friday night. I mean, it was just uh, – it was good to see. You know, again, that's that's what Stupert is. You know, we should have talked about it. Is he a good arm? Is he a talent arm? Yes, absolutely. But more importantly, he's a bulldog. I mean, that, that's his number one aspect and attribute that he has. And uh, he's got to be that there on Friday night. That's, that's kind of the idea of, of him being on Friday, kind of set a tone for for so um, again I thought he was good for us and you know one that we just we kind of lost the bullpen uh, again challenge here you know we're tied 3-3 we go to the bullpens in the seventh uh, and you know again you know, walks uh, that's just uncharacteristic of Hosack he's a strike thrower thought he's a great matchup uh, came out walked a few guys they did a good job of getting the sack fly in and then we couldn't muster anything on the offensive side yeah Lions uh, drop a tough one four to three uh, to Memphis on Friday night Again, Stuprich went six innings, gave it six hits, had six strikeouts uh, to start this ball game. Again, Lance Love was really good. Yep. Uh, those back couple of innings, two two innings. Yep. Uh, but we just couldn't get anything going offensively late in the ball game against Memphis. And uh, they had some good uh, some good players that uh, that certainly made some plays. I know the home run down the right field line that, man, I didn't think that thing was going to get out, but yeah. it just crawled over the wall. That was certainly a big play in the ball game. But uh, – for a majority of this weekend, these games were really tight. I mean, yeah. there was a lot oh, of yeah. you know a lot of plays at the plate in this yep. in this weekend. Yep. Uh, a lot of situations. I mean, I think back to Friday night. I think they let off with a double. Yep. They let off the game with a double and doesn't score. So we did a good job of limiting runs in certain situations, but it just all comes down to being executed and be able to score offensively, and we didn't do that late in games. Yeah, and we gave away some free runs, like we said there on Friday night. I mean, really the only run I felt like was earned was the home run, and it was a ball that he said in the post game. He said, you know, I know they kept giving me the high fastball. That fastball was really at his eyeballs. I mean, he tomahawked that thing out of there, and probably the only spot in the ballpark he's going to hit it out. But that's baseball. That happens sometimes. And so that's, again, why we've got to do a good job, a better job defensively taking care of the baseball and uh, making some plays there on the backside of it. We just we just didn't do it. Every time, you know, we scored, they responded with another run. And, uh, you know, again, at the end of the day, when you're in a back-and-forth battle like that, you've got to be the last one to score. And, unfortunately, we weren't there on Friday night. So Lions would come back on uh, on Saturday uh, in game two of this series. And, again, it was going to be Will Kinsler, who's really been uh, the guy for us so far this year. And he was outstanding once again, seven inning pitched, um, only gave up three hits, uh, one earned run uh, against Memphis. We win this game six to one. And, and really probably their best arm yeah. is Fowler. I oh, mean, yeah. this is a big-time arm, lefty. Uh, I mean, he was low 90s, um, low to mid-90s at certain yeah. points. And – we did a really good job against him, Matt. He went four and a third. We got five hits, five earned runs. Yep. Um, 
we got hit by you know we kind of it was it looked like our offense right. on, on Saturday. Yep. So I guess talk about this game. Yeah, no, I thought we did a great job. I mean, look, it was a great opportunity for us. This is what we talked about, right? We knew our back was against the wall, losing back-to-back games at home and, uh, you know, going to Saturday's game, facing the best arm of the week in all honesty. And and this is this is the switch I'm talking about. You know, we, we hey, man, we know we're going to be challenged. We know what we got to face. And, boy, we get locked in, and we and we do it. Uh, and I think that's the, the, the part that was upsetting about this week is, is I could literally see us flip it on when we need to and then flip it back off and then, uh, you know, and then get ourselves – situations where it got too extended where we, we couldn't you know flip it on just wasn't going to be enough so uh yeah it was a situation i thought was a great opportunity for us we went out there and we did what we had to it was also a situation where i felt like we could have done a lot more again yeah. you know we get five runs off the starter and four and a third we only get one run off the bullpen i mean you're talking about now i don't know another what three and two thirds or so yeah. uh out of the bullpen and we only get one run and uh, you know, a couple hits there. I think we ended up having actually a decent amount of hits. We just didn't have, have anything to produce off of it, you know. Uh, we didn't get bunts down, didn't execute some of that stuff. We didn't run the bases, you know, particularly well. Uh, had a lot more situations. We could have created a lot more runs there. And just really kind of put the hammer down, let them know, hey, man, we responded from Friday night. You all thought you were going to get the series on Saturday with your guy going. You're not getting the series right. We're going to make this sure we get a rubber match on Sunday. And uh, just didn't make that statement there for me on, on, on Saturday evening. I hear a train whistle. Do we have another one coming? I don't think so. I think it's just a it's a it's a the short quick one. one. The quick you know, one. you know, as long as I've been around um, this this community and around, I don't understand how one goes that way and then one comes this way. <laughs> yeah. You know, back to back turns that way. But uh, kind of like I don't understand when we turn the switch on, then we turn the switch yes, off. You know, I don't understand it either. Lions winning on Saturday, six to one. You brought in Lake and Polk. He was able to pitch two innings. He, he, had, he had two appearances uh, this yep. week. He pitched yep. against Southern Miss earlier in the week, and then against this one. So three innings pitched, no earned runs for the freshman from right over here in Ponchatoula. Yeah, you know, uh, I value his competitiveness, man. Uh, the young man's competitive. It means a lot to him. He hates to lose, and uh, you know he, he's got some maturity out there. And that's you know we we had to take a mound visit, uh, and, and the, the mound visit was pretty simple. You know he was. And I talked about how bad he was He was sucking. And uh, I said, hey, man, you think like that, guess what? You're going to keep sucking. So uh, let's put ourselves back in the right mainframe. We always talk about being stuck on green from a mentality standpoint. You know, there's going to be moments in the game that, uh, you know, you've got to do a good job of, of not letting yourself go to a negative thought process, getting the yelling and also getting the red where, you know, you're not seeing right uh, and focused right. So to get back in your green mind space, get us out of it, and let's go rock and roll and win a ball game. And, and he did just that for us. So I thought that was good to see how the freshman, you know, he's, he's handled his moments every time he's come in uh and you'll see a lot more of lake and polk man just because of competitor and, and what he does I, you like him with the bat a little bit too huh i do man and it's that's always the challenge right trying to figure out how to get both sides of it uh he is going to be a hitter force and and one day and um uh, you know but again we're balancing the the ability to use him out of the pen and obviously the ability to be able to use him uh you know with the stick as well and just the amount of lefties we face lately you know uh Lakin can hit lefties not that he can't we just i feel like we have some other options there against lefties that we can do sometimes but um uh, you know just the way it's been kind of rolling out for him i haven't had a chance to really get him pitch yet but you don't be surprised if you see him here uh here in the next couple of weeks you know getting in that box because the competitor he is on the mound he's the same competitor in the box as well all right let's flip it to uh sunday so certainly always a swing game whenever each team takes one on friday and saturday and then you have an opportunity to win the series on sunday it's, fo- it's so funny how in, in baseball you know your whole you know the whole how we're sitting right here could feel totally different, you know, if, if you win yesterday's game on oh, yeah. Sunday. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and this, is, this is another one that, 
you know, this was just nip and tuck. It was just back and forth. Uh, they jumped out to a 2 nothing lead there in the fourth. We score one in the fourth to make it 2-1. to one. Uh, And then they make they score two more in the seventh. We score a run in the seventh to kind of tighten this thing back up. It's 4-2. to two. And then they hit that four spot in the eighth that kind of separated it from us. But let's start with Andrew Landry. Uh, six innings for him, two earned runs, uh, 96 pitches. You know, I feel like he's he's really thrown well. Uh, the last few times out. He really has, you know, and he's done such a good job of just kind of maturing as the season goes along, and that's what we want to continue to see out of. You know, he did a great job of attacking the strike zone uh, and didn't complicate it. You know, sometimes, you know, the immaturity of these young men, uh, they give up a hard hit and it's out. They're like, oh, man, you know, the ego kind of kicks in a little bit, like, man, I can't get hit hard. I can't get hit hard. Like, <laughs> take the out, man. You know, that's just part of it. And I said, so, you know, I thought he did a good job of that. I thought they got some good swings off in that first inning. And he didn't complicate it, man. He kept it real simple. I mean, he, hey, man, the defense is going to play behind me. Let me keep filling the zone up. Uh, you know, in all honesty, he had one one bad pitch the entire outing. I thought he made some really good pitches to get himself into that situation. They had second and third, uh, you know, one out. He gets the punch out that he wants. They yeah. got the eight hole up. It was hitting 0-97 on the year, right? Uh, we tried to, to expand a breaking ball off the dish, and he just kind of throws it right down the middle, right in the slaughter bat speed, and he gets the two-out knock. So other than that pitch, man, I thought he had a fantastic outing. Uh, I thought he was really good for us, did a great job of setting the tone. And here we are again, you know, the, the fourth game really – in a row that we're in a tight ball game. It's a one-run game, the sixth inning, and we're going to go to the bullpen, and we lose the battle again in the bullpen, man. This is just – that was kind of the story of the week, in all honesty, uh, you know, that we didn't do enough offensively. Uh, I don't know what they did coming out of the bullpen. I think Kendrick came out of there and, you know, yeah. Again, two and a third. Two and a third. What, one one walk? So One walk, that's yeah, it. Yeah, so one one base runner again out of the bullpen stuff. And that's just – hey, look, he's a good arm. I'm not – I don't want to take anything away from the young man. I mean, that's uh, – again, I want to make sure I clarify that that is probably the best arm we've seen all year year long have anybody we face starter reliever the whole nine yards but again this is again a great opportunity for you to go and compete and, and beat somebody like that right uh he's done it already once this year that he's lost one of them he didn't lose a whole lot of them he's got six or seven saves on the year and a couple wins but uh you know hey man just again we've got to do a better job of, of being a little more relentless and that's where that competitive edge comes into place i mean they knew what they were gonna have to face at the bullpen right we bring uh jay rod out of the bullpen and they found a way to score a couple off of him and that's the guy who's been pitching the zero era all year too so uh, both guys knew what position they were in. Uh, both t clubs knew where they were going to be. And, and obviously, unfortunately, uh, they were a little bit better than us in that competitive nature to be able to take that series. Talk about uh, McGuire Turner. You know, comes in and gets the gets the big, big knock, knock, two yeah. out knock. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that's hard to do, you know, coming off the bench and not getting a ton of at-bats and then yep. uh, comes in and gets the, the hit and gives you an opportunity there. What is that in the in the seventh? Uh, yep. You know, it makes it four to two, yep. and then you still had runners on scoring position, so you still had an opportunity, no doubt, uh, there to maybe tie that thing again. Two out hits was really the difference in, in this one for me, just as a spectator watching. It yep. felt like every time we get like right about to get out of an inning, they'd get a hit and knock yep. a couple runs in, and they, and they were able to win the game. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, one hundred percent. You hit the nail on the head there, Alan. I mean, you know, Max been been is going to be a really really good player for us. The young man can really hit, really swing the bat. Uh, you go look at numbers. It, it's you know it's one of those situations where you know his numbers. That was his first collegiate hit. He's had ten or eleven, twelve at bats. I can't tell you how many balls as he's hit hard in those abs. And he's been great uh, in his bps. He's been great in practice where he's really continued to kind of have the same pursuit. Man, he's he's grinding every day. So uh, great to see Matt get in there and do that again. He'll create more opportunities for himself within that moment. And uh, you know we'll we'll try to figure out where to. 
fit him in right in that lineup to, to get in because he's got power too. Uh, it's a good approach. It can hit for for power and can hit for average as well. And uh, you know he's going to have a bright bright future for us in, in years to come. Talk about being on a run asphalt out there. You know in in the you know. Yeah. In the eighth and in the ninth, yep. and, and had some success. Again, it hadn't been great for him the last couple times yep. out. Um, yep. You know, anytime you can get out there, because again, the stuff is there. Right. I mean, we, we we know that. I mean, right. the stuff is there. So it's all about you know having success, getting your confidence level back where it should be, and right. being able to run out there and have a clean inning. I mean, that's certainly got to be a step in the positive direction as you're heading into the conference play. Because I mean, this is a guy we're going to need. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, this is a situation where we know his capabilities. We've seen it. He's proven it before, right? Um, and he and he got in a little rut there. I mean, he came out early in the season, looked great, and then you know last two outings not so good. So you know the sooner better than later. Trying to get him back out there to have success, and and he did. And that's so that was that was a positive force. Now you know do it in the situation that you know the role he's normally in, which is obviously to finish off games or in a little bit tighter situation. So uh, you know that'd be that'd be the next step for him to go forward to you know getting back to what he did. But you know obviously creates more opportunities. I mean that's that's at the end of the day that's all you can do, right? As a player, you, you know uh, you got to continue to work while you wait uh, for your opportunities and when you get your opportunities cash in on them uh, and when you do cash in you'll create more opportunities for yourself so it's it's not a it's not a very complicated process in all honesty you know it's it's a situation of just going there and and have success but you know if you if you worry about things that are outside of your control uh, it really blurs the vision and the focus of what you need to be on which is getting yourself better and getting the team better and uh, and helping the team win so I thought you know both Mac did that and also Asphalt did that you know in these uh, two outings. Well, Matt, I can just I can hear it in your voice. We're gonna, you know, get rid of this uh, this series, put it behind us as we're getting ready now for UL Lafayette, yep. and then uh, and then we start conference play. But I can, like I said, I can hear it in your voice. I mean, obviously, you're disappointed with with how we played this weekend, but uh, you know, we've seen your teams bounce back in the past and certainly have strong performances. And I know that uh, that's that's the message this week is hey, get it get it back on track a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, you know, we, we've bragged over the last couple of weeks about our maturity of our club, and this is where it's going to have to really show up. You know, obviously it was a not the week we wanted by any means. Uh, you know, this was supposed to be a week that we felt like we should have uh, handled business. And in all honesty, this is no disrespect to Memphis, but we said anything less than a sweep this weekend would be a disappointment. So you can imagine disappointment and losing a home series to them uh, and getting out competed there on on Sunday with a first year head coach, a program that's trying to find an identity and trying to really work towards that. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of disappointment in the week, but you know when you do that. It creates opportunity for success, you know. Uh, it creates opportunity for you to respond. And, uh, you know, again, these young men have, have done that to this point, you know, in the season. Uh, you know, when we've faced some adversity, uh, then they've done a good job of getting back in the saddle and getting back after it. And that will be my expectation, and hopefully that's their expectation as well, right? Uh, hey, man, to get in there, get back in there, get competitive, uh, you know, and just try them the bits to get back out there. I think that's the, the biggest part of it. You know, I tell people all the time, like, there's no way in heck I could be a football coach, man, do this once a week if I had to wait a week to do this every every week I would I would go insane so uh you know today's a day where you know we kind of reflect a little bit you know we'll have some conversation go over some game notes you know we had the conversation after the game yesterday about more uh makeup mentality stuff we'll talk a little bit more in detail about play you know some of the games notes and that kind of stuff that we you know we did good and we did bad this weekend and you know what we can fix and get better on to be you know uh, ready for this week with Lafayette on Wednesday and Alfie Corpus coming in this weekend all right, well, let's take a final break. When we come back, we'll talk about the schedule for this week. As again, Lafayette Wednesday night, then Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Islanders of A&M Corpus Christi uh, right here on Inside Southeastern Baseball with Matt Reiser presented by Creighton Towns and Holmes on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back. 
Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser. Presented by Creighton Towns and Holmes. We're here at K Street Seafood Station. Uh, we do this every Monday from 12 to 1 o'clock talking Lion Baseball. Uh, make sure you come on out and join us for one of our shows as uh, Southeastern's going to be on the road now uh, as they're going to be at UL Lafayette Wednesday night, then Friday, Saturday, Sunday over at Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And this is, uh, you're going to mirror this one kind of like you did a couple weeks ago when you went yep. to Alabama, right, Matt? So you're going to, when you leave uh, for Lafayette, you're going to just stay gone until you come back after this series, correct? Yeah, that's always the uh, the, the gambling part of going to Corpus is you got to get through Baton Rouge and Houston traffic. And if you don't time it up just right or a wreck happens, like once we left, I think at 6.30 in the morning, we still hit traffic because there was a wreck in Baton Rouge. They can throw your whole trip off. You know, it's a it's – a, uh, natural surface, so we like to go over there and practice the night before, get back on the natural surface stuff and just kind of get a feel for the ballpark and do all that kind of good stuff. But uh, So we're going to go over Wednesday, play Lafayette right over there in, in uh, Lafayette and get after it, and we'll stay Wednesday night in Lafayette and then get up you know, Thursday morning and head on over to Corpus so we can get down there and practice. So be able to avoid that Baton Rouge traffic and be imperative there for Thursday to, to get there on time and do our routine there for Thursday night and get ready for the weekend. Well, Lafayette, uh, they're off to a to a good start this year, 14-6. Yep. and six. Uh, Certainly a nice resume opportunity against the Cajuns. Always a tough place to play. Uh, they've uh, they've played a tough schedule. You know, you look look at who they've played, Rice and BYU, BYU and yep. Campbell. I mean, yep. they've had some, some good opponents. You just mentioned earlier in the show that I think they're coming off of a sweep of their first conference weekend. They swept Arkansas right. State over the weekend. Put up a lot of runs, 15-4 to four on Friday, 13-5 to five on Saturday, and then a tight one yesterday, 3-1. to one. They'll play Grambling on Tuesday and then us on Wednesday night. So they uh, have a five-game week for those guys. But uh, always a tough place to play. I know you, you mentioned earlier about Coach Deggs. You know him well. I mean, he, from his time when he was at Sam Houston when they were in this league, played them and battled yep. those guys a lot. Um, but a, a great opportunity for a close a close opponent proximity-wise yep. to get a good resume matchup. Yeah, no doubt, uh, 100%. And I'll be honest with you, I, I wouldn't want a better opponent to, to come off this kind of funk week, so to speak, you know. Uh, this is a, a great time to be able to go out there and, uh, you know, and, and do what we got to do, which is compete. I mean, if we do that part of it and we, we play better in the aspects that we're talking about, we just, hey, man, play catch, you know, defense-wise, you know, have that batch you're supposed to be offensive and pitch like you're supposed to, throw strikes. Uh, we'll put ourselves in a great position, you know. And, and so, uh, really, in all honesty, this is this is a perfect opponent, the perfect time uh, before we roll into conference play this weekend against uh, Corpus Christi. So, again, that's a 6 o'clock uh, first pitch uh, against Lafayette. It, get, it will be on ESPN Plus, so you can watch the game if you can't. Uh, make it over there. All the games this week will be on, uh, televised on ESPN Plus. Uh, but again, six o'clock first pitch over there uh, against UL Lafayette uh, Wednesday night. Uh, again, they've made some improvements over the last several years. At that ballpark, um, yeah, great, great, ballpark. great venue yep. uh, for college baseball. I was over there a few weeks ago, and it's a uh, certainly a, a pretty one. Uh, then you're going to be on the road. You're going to take on Corpus Christi. A, a long trip. Again, you mentioned it. Seems like almost everybody we play now is a is a turf surface. They're a natural surface. Talk yep. about the Islanders a little bit uh, and, and what they bring to the table. Yeah, you know, watching them here in the preseason stuff. Uh, you know, they they played a good schedule as well and and, and got off to a decent start. You know, they're had, eleven and ten. Yeah, they've had their moments where they've been good and had their moments where they haven't been as good as they want to be. But you know, offensive club. You know, it's an offensive ballpark. You know, with the dirt surface, the natural surface, and uh, the way the wind blows there, boy. You know, it just depends on kind of where it's going and what it's doing. That you know. Uh, can really, you know, uh, impact the game, you know, offensively from a run score standpoint. So, uh, you know, I haven't looked at the forecast yet, see what 
it is. But you know, Coach Malone always has a has a, a, a team with a good approach and a good plan there offensively. And um, you know, I think they run a little bit, so that'll be good. You know, with Lafayette there on on Wednesday night, a team that's going to be very aggressive, run the bases. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we've got sixty something stolen bases. I think Lafayette's got fifty something. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Corpus is in like you know almost at the forty mark. So we have sixty four. Uh, yeah, there you go, sixty four. So we've got, we got clubs that are going to be aggressive and like to run and do that part of it. Um, you know, pitching wise, they've got a few guys back. They've got the Hayden Thomas kid back. <clears throat> you know, it was supposed to be a draft pick a couple years ago. Uh, really struggled last year. Uh, you know, and, and he's back in their rotation. You know, having a better year than what he did last year. They've got the freshman of the year back and uh, in, in the Garcia kid, the left-hander. Uh, they've got Ramirez back. They've got a lot of pieces back there that, that they that they like, and they've got a few new pieces in there as well. So, uh, you know, always fun to go down and, and play those guys down in Corpus. You know, uh, it's a gorgeous area down there on the beach and the Islanders. So, uh, yep. but a good week for us to kind of get back on track here and, and start this conference playoff, man. This is uh, this is right where we want to be, you know, to, to be able to kind of get this thing back on track. Yeah, to Matt's point, they they do run a little bit. They're third, they have 36 stolen bases 36, so far on the year. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Ryan uh, is yep. hitting over 400, uh, hitting 409 through 21 games. Yep. And they've played some good opponents as well. So, again, this will certainly be a challenge. Uh, you anticipate, you know, keeping your rotation the same. I mean, uh, yeah, we we haven't discussed it yet. Uh, we had an all staff meeting this morning, so we'll we'll meet as a, as a coaching staff this afternoon and discuss the entities of what we want to do. We still haven't pegged down for Wednesday night what we want to do starter wise, and then uh, you know, obviously for the weekend as well. There's uh, still some mixing and matching we want to look at, and just make sure we've got the right guys in the right place to be successful. So uh, yeah, we won't announce it just quite yet. <coughs> we'll probably wait till tomorrow to make that decision, but we'll sit down collectively as a whole and make those. Uh, this afternoon in the morning. As a staff, you know how hard is it? You know, if you get into a little period, you know, like you like you like you were in this week, where maybe offensively didn't get things going the way you wanted to, or how you've been doing the entire season. Yep. Maybe some guys uh, out of the. I mean, how hard is it to you know not want to make big changes or yeah. you know to kind of stick with the plan? How how, how what, what is that decision like? Yeah, you know, offensively, it's funny. You know, looking at a lot of stuff last night and obviously this morning. You know, we, we've just got so much access to technology, yeah. the, the amount of video and the numbers, and you know, Damon sends us over the weekly digest. You know, after each week, and uh, I don't know, Damon, we got eighty-seven pages in the digest. It feels like you know, uh, we've got all kind of numbers to kind of evaluate some things, and it, and you don't want to get lost in it, but you obviously want to be aware of some things, and uh, you know, because again, you want to put the guys in the best position to be to be successful, and so uh, for us. Um, yeah, there's some things offensively I did lineup-wise this week, you know, with Garcia being out that just weren't very productive. Now, was that not very productive because Garcia went in the lineup or was it because I changed lineup? I don't know, you know, which way it went. Just maybe had a bad week. So, uh, again, you dive into some of the stuff to make sure we're, we're going to be in a good place to answer your question in a very long way. Away is, and no, I don't think you blow the ship up. I think you make sure that you understand who you are, what you are. And, yeah, if you got to tinker with a thing here or there to make sure guys are in the position they need to be the successful. And, again, you know, each match Matchup's different. You know, we we faced a few uh, left-handers of the bullpen this week. We faced uh, a lot of left-handers of the bullpen this week. Yeah. You know, uh, so what we kind of scheduled or set up for the lineup, maybe for the right-handers, right to started, and maybe guys for the left-handers in the back end, and that's why we didn't have success. You know, collectively as a whole, you know, because each piece is a, 
is imperative to complement each other in that lineup. So, um, and then obviously, you know, what we're going to do out of the bullpen. I think that's imperative. You know, the guys we're going to match up, when we're going to match up. Hey, man, let's go. <laughs> let's not try to match up too much, right? I mean, nothing against, you know, Hosack. Hosack didn't pitch well. They had a great matchup at the top, but there's, we should have gone with J-Rod and Love, the two guys that proved themselves out of that bullpen, right? Uh, and, and we just wanted to try to play through it. too much matchup there. So that's where I say we can get lost in it sometimes. You don't blow the ship up, but you continue to, to tweak things to get better because obviously a one and three week, you're extremely disappointed in, you know, the plan is to sit here next week, Alan, have this conversation yep. before and oh after, after you know, the week to come. Exactly. So, again, let's kind of reset the schedule for you. Uh, Tuesday, I'm sorry, Wednesday night, 6 o'clock first pitch uh, against UL Lafayette, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday against AM Corpus Christi, 6 on Friday, 2 on Saturday, 1 on Sunday. Did I, did I hear – am I making this up, or did I say that we're going to play our, a lot of home games at 6 o'clock on Saturday coming up? Is that, is that's that right. coming, that's coming yeah. up? Comp that, play. Is yeah. that, that's new, right? I mean, what, what, what can, talk about that decision. That kind of came up this yeah. weekend. That uh, yeah. so, so conference play, home games, yep. we're going to play Friday night and Saturday night instead yep. of our normal 2 o'clock uh, on Saturday. So talk about that a second. Yeah, um, you know, it's something that Jay had brought to the table, you know, that yeah, he was getting some feedback that, you know, more people would come. I like game. it. I mean. Yeah, more people would enjoy a Saturday night game opposed to Saturday game. Um, I don't think it puts us at a competitive disadvantage by any means. And, and you know, hey, man, we, play, we say it all the time. Just tell me when, where, who. I really don't care. You know, uh, get out there and go compete. So, yeah, I was, I was open to it to, to be able to play the 6 o'clock game. Uh, we didn't want to do it early in the season, right, because the cold too, weather. Too cold, I mean, can yeah. you imagine if we played at 6 o'clock no. on Saturday this week? <laughs> Nobody would have been there. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we probably should have played the Friday night game at, at 2 o'clock if we could have, you know, without the rain. But uh, in all honesty, I think that's where we kind of looked at it. Hey, man, that's going to be kind of the – seasonal part right and when commerce play starts against incarnate word that we're getting into april should be a lot warmer so a six o'clock six o'clock start keeps it nice and warm and by the time you get to may you know everybody talks about it's sweating hot. to death yeah that two o'clock start like nobody really wants to do the two o'clock thing so hey man maybe saturday night encourage well, you to come out a little bit more you get your saturday right you get to go out and play uh, ball with the kids and get everything done and uh get a nice little lunch in maybe a little rest in then saturday night guess what you get to come to the ballpark and come pack the pat and, and watch us you know go do our thing so uh yep we'll move forward doing that uh i think all but maybe one or six, six o'clock i could be wrong i haven't looked at the rest of the schedule but that was the intention of the plan well there you have it so again i thought i thought i saw that or yep. was talking with some play, uh, some people in the stadium this week and I, I i'm glad to hear that so again moving forward you'll see some six o'clock saturday night games here in hammond so something to keep your eye on so hey uh i know this week didn't go the way we want it i dropped a couple to memphis over the weekend and then against southern miss on tuesday night but have an opportunity uh to go get a good win against ul lafayette on wednesday uh they're off to a really good start and then start conference play with a bang on the road uh and that's what southeastern will look to do this week well matt thanks for being here i know that uh it's it's tough sometimes when you come in here after you didn't have a lot of success over the weekend uh to, to kind of address the fan base but we appreciate you doing that every week and and look to, to have a, a very successful one when we're sitting here next week yeah well i mean you tell the kids all the time right take accountability responsibility for your actions and, and so that's part of it man you got to face uh the failure just like you face the success so you know the good thing in this situation is let's let's make it one week well, let's make it what it is uh let's let, let put it to bed let's learn from it let's 
to be better for it. Uh, and help us encourage us. You know, encourage us to be better this week than where we had kind of a 4-0 week, right? It's been since, I think, opening weekend that we've had a perfect week. So uh, no better time than now to do that. We'll, again, we'll get back to work this week on some video stuff, and we'll get back to practice next uh, tomorrow. We have a great competition there on, on Wednesday against Lafayette. And then also you get it after this weekend at Corpus. So, you know, the plan is to be here next Monday. Again, Alan, sitting here talking to you at 4-0 and and, and uh, talking about how we can continue to build on the success that we're, we're going to ride in the early part of conference. All right. Well, we hope you can join us next Monday, 12 to 1 o'clock, for Inside Southeastern Baseball. For Coach Matt Roser, I'm Alan Waddell. We'll see you next time right here on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network.